Hey there. I'd just like to remind you that you shouldn't listen to this podcast when you're driving, operating heavy machinery, or doing anything else that requires your full attention. This podcast can cause drowsiness and induce sleep. Listen only when it's safe for you to relax and drift off. Hello again, my friend. Welcome back to Sleeping Pill. My name is Inka, and this is Night 15. I wanted to spend a little bit more time with you today going through some breathing cycles. I feel like we need to do another negative energy purge, so you and I will be doing that together. First, I need you to make sure you're comfortable. You can choose to sit or lay down. That's entirely up to you. Do you have a nice cup of tea? Maybe a glass of warm milk? Those always help me unwind after a long day. There's something about the heat in your hands that's so comforting. Almost feels like another hand holding yours. Maybe it's us. We can hold hands if you like. Now, I want you to look past what's in front of you and relax your gaze. You can look at a wall or your ceiling or the flickering flames of a candle. I just want you to zone out completely. Let your mind wander as your eyes soften. You can close them or keep them open. Again, it's all up to you, my friend. Whatever you say goes. This is your time, remember? Your time to take care of yourself and leave everything behind for a few minutes. You need this to recharge. You need this for yourself. All right, I think we're ready. Take a nice deep breath. That's it. And then exhale slowly. Let me take your mind to the beach. The sun is warm on your skin. Feel the sunshine warm on your skin. The breeze, salty and a little wet. Take a few steps forward. Feel the sand soft under your feet. It's not the uncomfortable kind either. This is the best kind of sand there is. Now walk further down. Near the waters, the sand is becoming a little damp. Take another deep breath here. Smell the ocean breeze that you miss so much. Exhale with a big sigh. 
you can physically stretch your arms up and around you. Release the tension in your muscles after a long week. You deserve it. In your mind's eye, I want you to situate yourself where the sea meets the shore. Just enough so you feel the water gently lapping at your skin. Lay down on the sand. At this point, we're going to become very deliberate with our breathing. With every inhale, breathe into you the healing energies of the sea. Let it fill your lungs and radiate throughout your body. And when you exhale, visualize a dark tar seeping out of every pore. That's all the stress and pent-up negativity you accumulated these past few days. You don't need that in your system. And the revitalizing waters around you will help pull it out. That's good. Now inhale again. Recharge. Exhale. Release. Feel your mind get lighter with every breath cycle. Keep breathing. Feel your mind get lighter with every breath cycle. You're unloading weight that you don't need to carry around with you. That's it. Keep breathing. Slow, deliberate, deep breaths. Release with every exhale. Keep breathing. Go through the recharge and release cycle as many times as you need. Stay on the sand. Feel the warmth of the sun on your skin. As you continue healing, I'll be reading you a poem by T.S. Eliot called Portrait of a Lady. Thou hast committed fornication, but that was in another country. And besides, the wench is dead. From the Jew of Malta. Among the smoke and fog of a December afternoon, you have the scene arrange itself, as it will seem to do, with I have saved this afternoon for you. And four wax candles in the darkened room, four rings of light upon the ceiling overhead. An atmosphere of Juliet's tomb, prepared for all the things to be said or left unsaid. We have been, let us say, to hear the latest poem transmit the preludes through his hair and fingertips. So intimate the Chopin that I think his soul should be resurrected only among friends. Some two or three 
who will not touch the bloom that is wrapped and questioned in the concert room. And so the conversation slips among velleities and carefully caught regrets through attenuated tones of violins mingled with remote cornets and begins. You do not know how much they mean to me, my friends, and how, how rare and strange it is to find in a life composed so much, so much of odds and ends. For indeed, I do not love it. You knew. You are not blind. How keen you are. To find a friend who has these qualities, who has and gives those qualities upon which friendship lives. How much it means that I say this to you. Without these friendships, life, what koshamar? Among the windings of the violins and the ariettes of cracked cornets, inside my brain a dull tom-tom begins, absurdly hammering a prelude of its own capricious monotone. That is at least one definite false note. Let us take the air in a tobacco trance, admire the monuments, discuss the late events, correct our watches by the public clocks, then sit for half an hour and drink our box. Now that lilacs are in bloom, she has a bowl of lilacs in her room and twists one in her fingers while she talks. Ah, my friend, you do not know. You do not know what life is, you who hold it in your hands, slowly twisting the lilac stalks. You let it flow from you, you let it flow, and youth is cruel and has no remorse and smiles at situations which it cannot see. I smile, of course, and go on drinking tea. Yet with these April sunsets that somehow recall my buried life and Paris in the spring, I feel immeasurably at peace and find the world to be wonderful and youthful after all. The voice returns like the insistent out-of-tune of a broken violin on an August afternoon. I am always sure that you understand my feelings. Always sure that you feel sure that across the gulf you reach your hand. You are invulnerable. You have no Achilles heel. You will go on, and when you have prevailed you can say, at this point, many a one has failed. But what have I, but what have I, my friend, to give you? What can you receive from me? Only the friendship and the sympathy of one about to reach her journey's end. I shall sit here, serving tea to friends. I take my hat. How can I make a cowardly amends for what she has said to me? You will see me any morning in the park, reading the comics on the sporting page. Particularly, I remark, an English countess goes upon the stage. The Greek was murdered at a Polish dance. Another bank defaulter has confessed. I keep my countenance. I remain self-possessed.
except when a street piano, mechanical and tired, reiterates some worn-out common song with a smell of hyacinths across the garden, recalling the things that other people have desired. Are these ideas right or wrong? The October night comes down, returning as before, except for a slight sensation of being ill at ease. I mount the stairs and turn the handle of the door. I mount the stairs and turn the handle of the door and feel as if I had mounted on my hands and knees. And so you are going abroad, and when do you return? That's a useless question. You hardly know when you are coming back. You will find so much to learn. My smile falls heavily among the bric-a-brac. Perhaps you can write to me. My self-possession flares up for a second. This is as I had reckoned. I have been wondering frequently of late, but our beginnings never know our ends. Why we have not developed into friends. I feel like one who smiles, and turning shall remark suddenly his expression in a glass. My self-possession gutters. We are really in the dark. For everybody said so, all our friends. They were all sure our feelings would relate so closely. I myself can hardly understand. We must leave it now to fate. You will write at any rate. Perhaps it is not too late. I shall sit here, serving tea to friends. And I must borrow every changing shape to find expression. Dance like a dancing bear. Cry like a parrot. Chatter like an ape. Let us take the air in a tobacco trance. Well, and what if she should die some afternoon? Afternoon, gray and smoky. Evening, yellow and rose. Should die and leave me sitting pen in hand. With the smoke coming down above the housetops. Doubtful for a while. Not knowing what to feel or if I understand or whether wise or foolish, tardy or too soon. Would she not have the advantage after all? This music is successful with a dying fall, now that we talk of dying. And should I have the right to smile? Good night, sweet dreams. Sleeping Pill with Inca is written by Inca Magnaye. Produced by Cut Print Podcast Network and Inca Magnaye. Executive Producer, Patsy Ferrer. Head of Strategy, Lilette Soliven. Head of Business Development, K.L. Carpio. Creative Director, Christine Alido. Writer and Social Media Manager, Nia Escondo. Sound Engineer. MJ Habal. Special thanks to Crystal Audio and Road Mike. And to you, the members of our community who continually support us by listening to and sharing this podcast. To advertise, email us at inca at cutprintproductions.com or call us at 